three, two, one. Hey everybody, we're back with the PBTC Fitness live. Well, I guess it wouldn't be live if you're not listening to it live, but <laughs> Q&A edition of our podcast. Um, this would be part three. And basically, uh, we haven't done this for a while. We've been doing a lot of events recently, just got done with a baseball camp, and we're actually focusing up on and, and getting the last details finished on our speed, agility, and jump camp. And uh, so that's pretty exciting. But we have a lot of questions moving forward today. I'm not sure how many we're going to get to, but I want to give it to you within 20 minutes. So let's see what we can do. Yeah, <laughs> what do we got today, Roy? Starting off, we got a couple here about dieting. Okay. This person says, have you ever thought about doing keto to lose weight faster? Ooh. Um, no, actually, I've never thought about doing keto. I, I really enjoy food. Um, I'm not going to lie. I enjoy carbs. I enjoy food in general. And uh, I, I don't really like, uh, when, I, when I'm teaching my clients, I don't really like telling them to use a fad diet for the simple fact that, one, all diets work, but then all diets don't work. And what I mean by that is, all diets work because they restrict your calories in some way, shape, or form. Like, and, and it mostly has to do with how much time you get to eat throughout the day. Like keto, it tells you to intermittent fast, which is like a, what is it, a, a 10 to 12 hour fast where you don't eat no food at all. Usually upon waking up, and then you won't eat till about 12, and you went to bed, what, what you stop eating at nine, I believe that is, or eight. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely rough. But the whole point is, is to be in ketosis and, and they'll say it's because of ketosis and then, you know, your body drops rapid fat. What it is is actually that you're, you're really just shortening up your time of how much you're eating throughout the day. So you're stopping your eating at 8 o'clock at night and then you're not starting till 12 the next day. That's almost a half day, you know, not eating. So it, it, it limits the amount of calories you'll actually put into your body. Okay. And because you have a limited time of eating, now don't get me wrong, you could stuff your face and, and meet the same <laughs> amount of calories, but at the same time, it's a lot harder to eat that many calories because you do have things to do. You know, it's act, It would actually be more hard for you to sit down and enjoy a meal than it would be for you to um, eat more than you're supposed to. So uh, that's why a diet, like a, a keto diet works for people. But the problem with that is it restricts some things that people enjoy and then when they get off of it or they wanna maintain, they don't know how to do it and their weight goes right back up. So for instance, on keto, what they do is they t tell you to not eat any carbs. So you're not allowed to eat, I think it's over 10 carbs a day, which is insane. Or it might be even lower, it might even be five. I, I don't dig too crazy into keto or any of these diets. I just, I understand the basis of them. And uh, uh, what, what it does is carbs hold on to water. Like they're, they're when you eat a lot of carbs, they easily retain water. And that's why carbs give you that sensation of feeling bloated, like over full, stuffed, you know, um, never having, uh, like a lot of people who intake carbs a lot, even if they're doing a lot of ab work or they're doing a lot of uh, running or it, they're, they're paying attention and staying in the calorie deficit, if you're eating still a lot of carbs, you might still feel bloated, like you're not making any progress, even if you are. So when you take those carbs completely away, in a, in a diet like keto, it releases all that water weight. So of course, within the first month or two, if you're eating, you know, people don't really even understand how many carbs they consume a day because of what's in their drinks, plus food, they have no idea. So you can be consuming 300 something carbs a day and then you go to 10. 
yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it shocks your whole system, and you get this big, huge uh, uh, weight loss drop. Not huge for everybody, but in, in the grand scheme of things, it'd probably be a lot at once. And that's mainly what you see and what you feel is mainly from uh, all that water, you know, retention. And don't get me wrong, you lose some weight as well, but like actually lose some body fat. But it it, it comes down to the point when, when you talk about diets, you're going to get to a point. A lot of people get to a point with keto. They don't want to do it no more. Oh, I hit my weight goal. Yep. I'm tired of eating like this. Okay, I'm going to go back to normal eating. Keep doing what I'm doing. Stay on my calories. Go to the gym. You know, the whole nine yards. And then in a few months, they find themselves almost back to the same weight, if not more, than what they started at. And that's because it's hard to sustain something when you're restricting yourself all the time. So I encourage all of our clients here at PBTC to develop a healthy relationship with food. So what I mean by that is that when you, if you've never counted your calories, count them for about a month. See what your maintenance calories are. That's your body body weight divided by or uh, multiplied by twelve, and you'll get an average, a rough average of how much how many calories your body burns per day. Okay, that's your basal metabolic rate. If you eat under that, you're in a calorie deficit. If you stay under that calorie deficit then you're good to go. You can actually lose body fat even if you don't eat 100% healthy. Are you gonna look amazing? No, you might you know, not look defined, you know, might, might not look the part, but you can definitely still lose fat if your body is burning more calories than you're putting in. It's just a fact, yeah. Yeah. science. <laughs> so, but when it comes down to it, I encourage all my clients to learn a healthy relationship with food. Eat under those be able to eat under those calories for a month while tracking it and then try to slowly get off of the tracking and trying to understand in your head and kind of get a good idea where you're at. Listen to your body a little better. Know when you're full and you don't need to eat anymore and you can save that for the next day instead of continue, continue to stuff your face because you're probably at what your calories are supposed to be if you're not counting them. You know what I mean? Because yeah, we, we uh, after a while, you know, get, staying on a diet, being being continually counting your calories, sitting down to count them, uh, not feeling like you can't go out with friends to enjoy a movie and eat popcorn because oh, I don't know how many calories are in that. Oh my God, it's gonna be off my diet. Like, you gotta realize one one day isn't gonna kill you. Nope. So I I just I, I always tell people to stay away from the fad diets and try to develop that healthy relationship with food. Eat, um, if you're trying to lose fat, eat in a calorie deficit and um, not a big one, you know, 50 to 100 calories is fine, especially if you're working out with it, then you're still gonna drop body fat. And um, when, when you're doing that, you will see, see a rapid change just in that little bit and the, the awesome thing about that is that if you eat 80% healthy and only 20% bad, meaning that you can still enjoy whatever you're craving and you don't have to give it up completely, along with eating healthy food that's gonna actually fuel your body and get you to your goals, you can do both every single day and not have to count calories and know where you're at and continue to move along your goals. And what's gonna, what that allows you to do is actually stay on track. And that allows you to be a, on track all year long because you, you know in your head intuitively that if you eat over your calories, if you 
binge if you go out with your friends or out with your family or you're just going to have a good time drinking or you know um just binge eating just going out to a full gourmet meal or something like that you can do that because the next day you can get right back on track one day it's not going to kill you yeah and and you're going to feel great about it you're going to go be able to eat you don't lose any any progress at all you might on the scale you might gain a few pounds but then you're going to lose it the next day when you go to the bathroom it's just you know it you got to understand your relationship with food so that you can stay on track so no no keto for me stay on <laughs> stay with the uh stay away from the fad diets yeah i think i'm gonna have to pass on the keto as well i mean i i know a few people that have tried it and, and I, it always ends almost all of them the same thing happened like they were on it for a little while and they just stopped and then right back to what square one where they were at you know and it's this constant trying and trying and it just doesn't seem to work out it's not easy to do mm-hmm. but um next question basically still on the same topic um this person is basically asking um is it normal to always feel hungry while doing while in a calorie deficit um so yeah I mean, especially when you first start in a calorie deficit, you're going to feel a little hungry. It's normal. And if you're that person that as soon as you feel hungry, you're used to going to the fridge and eat or eating whatever snack you're used to. Uh, Yeah, it it could, you know, and that could just be, you know, a mental thing. That might not even be like, oh, I'm starving kind of thing. But you shouldn't be starving in a calorie deficit. So if you're starving, like, oh, my God, you know, my stomach, I can't do it. And that that probably means that you're way under whatever calories you're supposed to be at. Yeah, man, that, that, that's gotta be to some extreme because my goal, when I talk about calorie deficit and I talk about cutting body fat, everybody automatically thinks eat as, le- as less as you can, like eat the least you can without dying. <laughs> that's like what I feel goes through people's heads. Oh, how much can I not eat today? Like my goal, for everybody listening to this is to understand that when I say calorie deficit, that means that I want you to eat as much as you can and still stay in the calorie deficit. That's what that means. Figure out the math and see how much can I eat? How much can I fill myself up with? How much can I fuel my body with and still stay in my calorie deficit? That's what I'm talking about when it comes to calorie deficit. Not being hungry. I don't want you to be hungry. We're, we, gotta, we have to fuel our body. And if you're hungry, obviously we're missing the mark somewhere. I mean, you could not be intaking enough protein so it's not keeping you full longer. Maybe you're just binging on carbs and like I said, not intaking enough protein. Carbs break down really quickly in the body so you know we get rid of them quick. Protein takes a, lo- a little bit longer to break down in the body. So since it takes longer to t- break down in the body, it keeps you full longer. Yep. So you know, um, that, that could be part of it. But no, you, you shouldn't be starving. But you definitely, you could be a little hungry, especially if you're just starting out the first month, even the first two months. You might find yourself like a little bit hungry, but you shouldn't feel depleted. You shouldn't feel dead to the world. You shouldn't feel out of it. None of that should be happening. And if it is, please count your calories. See if you're actually on track with them. Don't, don't just restrict yourself to no end to get to some fitness goal yeah that's not that's not the main goal here the main goal is to live your life to enjoy it to live it to the fullest and the way we do that is to continue to get healthy 
and being healthy is like I said, eating as much as you can and staying, staying either maintaining your calorie deficit or being in a calorie or staying maintaining your calories or being in a deficit with your calories. You know, and just being able to sustain that and not go to any extreme. We don't want to do an extreme. I feel like people when they're in you know in a calorie deficit, they think oh you know more. Less obviously means more results. So they feel like okay, let me get let me really starve myself. Oh, let me see, like you were saying like right. let me let me push myself to like eating once today. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, and like you you were saying, it's not like that. That's not the way to go, guys. Um, all right, moving on to the next question. This person wants to know what's your thoughts on energy drinks? Are they helpful or are they poison? Hmm. Uh, well, it depends on what kind of energy drinks you're talking about because I myself take pre-workout. I like pre-workout. I'm not a coffee guy. So for all you coffee lovers out there, congratulations. <laughs> That's probably the healthiest way actually to get caffeine, especially if you drink like more of the black kind of coffee, you know, basically nothing in it. You know, when you start adding all these sweeteners and extra sugar and all that stuff, you know, not not so much healthy for you no more. You might as well do a pre-workout. Yeah. But uh, as far as those who like the black coffee that can actually really um, give them a kickstart, that, that's great. Good for you. I'm not a coffee guy, though. So for a lot of us, uh, that's probably good because I feel like a lot of people drink coffee. Now, would you say uh, like a monster versus pre-workout? Right. So that's what I'm getting. That's a good question. So that's what I was going to get to. Um, so monsters and different drinks like that, like don't get me wrong, there are some good ones. For instance, not saying that it's great, but if it's something on the go and once in a while, bang, the bang energy drinks, they're actually not bad. They got BCAAs in them, which I mean isn't necessarily needed for a pre-workout drink. BCAAs is basically just the helping with protein synthesis and it's used usually in protein shakes. So I really don't know what the pro, uh, what the reason for it being in bang. But it has BCAAs, it has um, CoQ10, and uh, CoQ10 is actually, helps with absorption. So it helps absorb the caffeine, helps your body actually take that in and actually get the full effects instead of just peeing or pooping it out. That's kind of like, almost like a fat, like a coconut oil would do, like okay. absorb it. That's the same thing CoQ10 does. It has that in it, but it also has a big 300 milligrams of pro or caffeine, which is a crap ton. So that's the thing that I was gonna tell people. 300 milligrams of caffeine is a lot. Like even in a large coffee, you're not drinking 300 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, you're just not, you're in the hundreds, maybe. When I see so, that amount on the pre-workout, that's insane. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, almost every pre-workout that's out there is 150. Yes, 100, 125, 150. There. <laughs> There's some that are nuts that are 300 for sure, but mainly it's a it's a 150 thing, and that's kind of like the sweet spot I feel for uh, pre-workout for caffeine-wise. There's other things like L-citrulline and beta-alanine that can really zone you in and, um, and get you to that level, but. Really, when you're looking at a pre-workout, when you're looking at something that, some kind of supplement that's an energy drink, like a monster, read the back of it. Mm -hmm. Can you actually understand like what's on the back if you can't look it up? If you still don't understand what the hell that means, you probably shouldn't drink it. Yes. <laughs> so, and that's kind of what I go by. I, I, I want some natural ingredients in, in what I'm taking. It's just like drink, eating some of those protein bars. You know, those big protein bars. Like, you only want them on the go. Like, oh, I'm starving, I really don't wanna eat crap. 
That's like the candy bar of a protein. Yeah. Same <laughs> same thing when it comes to I would rather have pre-workout because that's just caffeine and workout related things. This other kind of pre-workout drink has sometimes like some of these monsters have just random things in it. You'd yeah. be like, what the hell is this? And it's just like so yeah, and that. you don't want that that crap in your body. So I don't think any of them are poison. If you drink a monster energy drink, it's not gonna kill you. But what I can say is that if you're drinking something consistently, make sure that it's natural. Make sure that you know all the ingredients. Know what you're putting into your body. Do your research. And like I said, I drink pre-workout every day. It does not harm me. There are some days where I don't take it at all or not often anyways, maybe once to give me a kickstart. But you know, just like drinking coffee, stay moderate with it. Don't go crazy overboard. There's some people who like do, you know, 600 milligrams in a day and it's like whoa like every day like come on man that's like gotta be a bad day (laughs) that is really insane yeah that's insane man because even i i could take two pre-workout scoops in a day and it still won't even equal up to that so it's like you know settle down a little bit so but no i I don't think it's poison i I am about caffeine and pre-workout just know what you're putting into your body this okay. is the main thing for me have you heard of uh the rocks new energy drink that's what i was uh, no, 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 researching here what is it called Zo- Zo- energy? Zoa energy? Zoa? 100 calorie energy. Okay, it's got, wow, it's got a lot of sugars. Yeah, it's it to must have. Ingredients, yeah, I was going to say, it must have a lot of um, uh, fruit. Mm-hmm. That's probably what the sugar's from. Carbonated water, sugar, citric acid, natural flavors, sodium citrate, amino acids, L leucine, L valine, uh, isoleucine, glutamine, arginine, citrulline. Sounds like a pre workout. <laughs> It, it is. Um, it's got a lot of different. It's almost like a, uh, a little vitamin thing as well. Yeah, if you scroll, it's got some it vitamins. shows the smart blend. So it's only, once again, it only has 160 milligrams of caffeine from all natural sur- uh, sources. Yeah. Uh, calcium panth- pantothenate. Uh, let's see, theamine. Theamine is a a, a protein. Um, uh, and I mean an essential amino acid. So it's got a lot of the amino acids, green tea extract, magnesium lactate, natural caffeine, um, acerola, juice powder, yeah, see. There's the um, juice. Turmeric extract, camu camu extract. Yeah, and on that, all that, everything on that, I know. So if, I, if you can pronounce it and you can understand what it is and you, you have an idea, it's probably a healthy thing and it seems, it seems pretty good. Yeah, yeah, because um, I've heard all kinds of bad things about, mo- you know, monsters, you know. You drink a lot of monsters, you know, it's probably not going to end right. So uh, right. these natural energy drinks that are getting, coming out now that's are what you taking want. over the games now. Yeah, you know? that's what you want. And even more so, there's some that are coming out with, uh, that are small, smallly caffeinated and have more nootropics in it. Oh. And that's uh, that's even a whole nother different level, because that's not even caffeine, that's just natural um, ingredients that hit the brain receptors the right way and get them activated. It's pretty crazy. Okay. All right, moving on. So this person is asking, how do you get rid of lower back fat? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is oh, actually boy. the last question for today. Obviously, we're almost in our 20-minute mark. We're going to be over it a little bit, but that's fine. So uh, just to let everybody know, unfortunately, when we're working out, we're going to the gym for a purpose. It could be your belly fat. It could be fat on your legs. It could be fat on your lower back. It could be fat under your arms. 
And the one thing that sucks about working out is that you can't target where you lose fat. So when you're when I'm working out and I'm losing fat and I'm looking for my abs to look the best they ever had, uh, my back might look completely shredded <laughs> while I'm losing the body fat before my abs even look different. Everybody's different. Your body is not going to react the same as somebody else's. I don't even care if they're your sibling. Everybody is different. Everybody has their own DNA. Everybody develops differently. Everybody grows differently. Everybody shreds their body fat differently. I'm telling you, it's weird, but it's true. So why I say that is that keep going. If you're doing everything right and that scale is slowly going down and that body fat percentage is going down and everything's going the way you want it and you still don't see a change, stay the course because I promise you, that will eventually happen. What you want to see will happen. You just gotta keep going little bit by little bit because unfortunately we can't spot, we can't do spot fat reduction or whatever you call it. There was a thing that people used to call it fat spot reduction or something like that. It's not a thing. You can't pick and choose where we lose fat. Don't get me wrong. If I want my abs more defined and I want my abs muscles more dense, yeah, I can work them out every single day, and I do. I always crush my core. But the one thing is, is that I can't, if I eat like like I'm 300 pounds, there's no way in heck I'm gonna have abs at 200 pounds. It just won't work, because you'll be in a calorie surplus. I need to be in a small, if I wanna maintain my body fat, or lose body fat and maintain my weight, I have to eat in a small deficit, a ton of protein, a ton of veggies, and stay on course with everything. And that's how I slowly maintain that weight and cut the body fat. If I don't do that, then of course, then you're gonna gain body fat. So yeah, man, it, it, it's stay the course. If you're in that part and you're doing everything right and you're losing body fat and you don't see it yet, stay the course, you will see it. Yes. Thank you for everybody tuning in. Please keep asking the questions. Um, if you're not on Instagram, you can DM us through Facebook, you can, um, yeah, we're everywhere. YouTube. I mean, PBTC Fitness. Just look us up. Even even on uh, uh, Google, it, it should have my email address up there and everything. Our email address to the uh, business. So yeah, just reach out, guys, with whatever questions you have. Any kind of fitness questions, or if you want to come to the gym and need some training, we're here to help. Thanks sure. for tuning in. And I'm Ronnie. I'm Roy. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>